0: Welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Melissa Surcha.
1: And I am Johnny Horsley or John Horsley or J Horsley or pick a name with a J and that's me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome.
1: <laughs> yes. Welcome back. Today's fun. We got um, a returning guest on the show and uh, you, had, you you actually sat down and talked to her at this time, right?
0: Yeah, I did. I got to talk to her and it was a great interview. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The amazing we, uh, Tucky Williams comes back on to talk about her new movie, which is based, I believe it's based off of another series she did called Dagger Kiss, but this is the movie Enchanted Forest.
0: Right. Yeah. We talked extensively about that one and, um, just her career and her whole process, what it's like, um, you know, being in COVID now with everything being on, um, hold and just, she was just a very lovely, um, person, very smart, very funny. We just got along great. Um, yeah, it was fun. I really enjoyed talking to her.
1: Yeah. She's fantastic. She's one of the ones at the end of the last episode. I, you know, Kendrick can always, you know, we mentioned, hey, if you want to come back on, let us know. And she wanted to come back on, to let us know. And it happened. And I was, I was happy. And she's welcome to come on anytime because I, I always enjoy listening to him because I always feel like I'm learning something when I hear, you know, we hear Tucky talk because she's got a lot a lot to say.
0: Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's very eloquent. Um, just really smart uh, businesswoman as well um, as a creative artist. And yeah, I'd love to chat with her again anytime.
1: Yeah. So without further ado, let's go ahead and just listen to Tucky and, and you, Melissa, in your own words.
0: This is Spoiler Country, and I'm Melissa Surgeon. Today on the show, I'm thrilled to welcome filmmaker, writer, and actress, Tucky Williams. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Feeling good? Enjoying life? Oh, good. Good. Life's treating you well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah I'm getting <laughs> to talk to you, right? Awesome. Yeah. No, exactly. Great. Well, I definitely want to find more out about you and your career and everything. So... I'm um, oh, Sure. I would love to know how you got started in this crazy thing we call show business.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I started out acting and uh, I just decided there was a movie being filmed in my hometown. And I was like, well, let me try out for it and see what happens. I ended up getting the, there were two leads and I ended up getting one of them and I kept acting, kept appearing in movies, but you know, I wasn't getting the kinds of roles I wanted. So Mm -hmm. I made the decision to start making stuff myself. So that's what I did. And I Ten years ago, made first episode of *Girl, Girl* scene, and it changed my life. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, the course <laughs> of my life radically.
0: Oh, I bet. Now, did you end up moving out of your hometown and moving to LA or New York?
2: No, I've I've stayed in my hometown in Kentucky, and it's been much better for me. I'm so glad I did that because I've been able to stay in control. I talked to so many actors who basically their job is auditioning. And they're at the mercy of these casting directors. And I haven't had to deal with any of that. If I want a part in a movie, I just make the movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just create it. If, if the roles aren't out there for you, then you have to make them yourself.
2: That's right. That's yeah. Right.
0: No, I think um, that's great. I think a lot more women are doing that in the entertainment industry because of the lack of diverse roles for, for women, women of color, LGBTQ. I mean, I think it's really important that if the roles aren't going to be there, then yeah, let's take it upon ourselves. Right. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. So is that in part of what inspired you to be, to become a filmmaker? Was there, or did you just like the control aspect of being able to create without
2: any interruptions or. People well, I really, uh, the inspiration originally with girl, girl scene was artistic, but there just wasn't anything like that, that I could watch. And I I, w- I was so inspired by stuff like that. So I decided mm-hmm. to make it and there still hasn't been anything quite like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, <laughs> but it's its own thing, its own its own kind of a controversial little thing, and nice. that's what I wanted it to be. And it, I, I did that. And I don't know if that's, that answers your question, but yeah, I think no, it definitely was important for me to kind of make this we, this. And I don't want to say weird, and make this thing that I think represented the lesbian community as in a way that it hadn't been represented before or since.
0: Well, yeah. And for those who haven't seen it, what what is the film about?
2: Well, I've, my most recent film or the one I've been talking about. The uh, girl-girl scene. Yeah. What is Girl-girl scene. All right. Well, it started out as a TV series. Oh, great. And it's about the lives and loves of a group of young lesbian friends. And I'm one of them. And I, we all just have all sorts of misadventures and it's, it's sort of a drama comedy, but I think what it's known for is it's a controversial and non-mainstreaming portrayal of lesbians, meaning that I I wanted to shock people. I didn't want to put lesbians in a wholesome, healthy light. I wanted to show, frankly, the best and the worst, because Mm -hmm. sometimes I think an attempt to be politically correct we only portray minorities in their best light, but you know, I think that ultimately does a disservice. So I wanted to make something that was actually going to frighten straight people and go, yeah. "Oh my <laughs> God, is it really like this?" And maybe, maybe it's not so much like that in one person's life, but when you put it all together, all of these very scary things are happening out there in the world. And I brought all of that into it. So I got a lot of uh, pushback from the lesbian community because they oh, were wow. saying, well, my life's not like that. Who lives a life like that? Who does that? And I was like, well, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I've never done drugs in my life ever. I've never been- taking a hit of weed or anything, Like the characters in the show did. So while I have had a lot of the misadventures, most of the misadventures actually that the characters have had, (laughs) I've added elements that have had no part in my life. Drugs, drug use has definitely not been a part of my life, but it's definitely (laughs) uh, an element in the series. Yeah. So, you know, I I pull stuff, I call stuff from my own life and from other people's lives and put it all in there.
0: And from your friends and people you meet. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And it makes it more relatable. Like you said, you can't please everybody, but there's...
2: Oh, uh, no, you can't. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, No, you cannot. Especially nowadays with the internet. Now they get to tell us all about how they don't like whatever, you know.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. As far as pushback, did you also have a lot of support
2: as well for this series? Oh, sure. people Because people loved it right away. Yeah. Um, that's you great. know, it was just instantaneous. I, I was overwhelmed by the support it received. I received. Well, at first I was just shocked that people were watching it, that, you mm-hmm. know, little old me could make something and it would have such an impact. And it did. <laughs> and uh, wow. I, I was just really happily, happily overwhelmed by, by the positive reaction I received. And it was, well, I mean, it was, you know, the, the, the internet's around. I was mm-hmm. able to interact with fans and i still am i can just message they can message me and i'll message them back and there's been this great way to interact that hadn't been there before and you know there were just there were just so many messages of sincerity like people saying they hadn't felt represented until they had seen the series i mean i I get a Mm -hmm. lot of these messages it kills me people talking about how the show has had this tremendous impact on their lives wow and then you know the thing that gets me the most is when parents write to me about their daughters mm. and say, you know, oh my God, my daughter was suicidal oh, wow. until she saw your show. Wow. And, you know, this, that's this like- got her turned around. And so that's, I'm just, I just, I think of those letters mm-hmm. whenever I, I need to, whenever I need to realize why I'm doing this. Because I think it started out as the thing of, I want to act, I want to make art, I want to do yeah. this. But then, After that started happening, it definitely became about that and about, you know, I mean, it really, (laughs) really did become about making the world a better place because once you realize you can do that. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. You realize you can have an effect like that. I mean, forget about acting, forget about making art. Your your goal then becomes to be. It, then come it becomes making the world a better place.
0: Yeah, and becoming an inspiration to people and that's of course, yeah, a huge role. Do you feel pressure though from that at, at any time to, you know, create a certain way? Now that you know you have this huge fan base.
2: That is such a good question. Uh, nobody's asked me that, so I don't have an answer. Okay. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, I think I do. I think I did at first because I wasn't used to having that kind of pressure. And mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm I'm just kind of live with it all the time because it goes back to what you said. You can't make everyone happy, right. So with the different stuff I do, I can't represent everyone. You know, I think there are mm-hmm. a lot of people who may love girl girl Scene, but they not so much into the movie I just made, and vice versa. Okay. And it, it, it can't be all up to me to represent everybody. I just, I do what I can, you know, that the, the mm-hmm. Dagger Kiss movie represents sort of a demographic within the lesbian community that I really wanted to get in touch with. And so, I think the people, that people like that. And so, God, this is mm. such a good question. Well, um, thanks. <laughs> I think you're good at this. I kind mean, of, oh, well. <laughs> I, mean, I kind of, really threw me there. Oh my it, goodness. It, it, well, good you job. Can think, thank
0: you. Can, yeah. You can think about it and come, we can go back to it later. Oh,
2: I, I appreciate that. That's, that's great.
0: That's yeah, great absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I also want to mention that you did win an award for best screenplay for Girl Girl Scene at the World Independent Film Expo how did that affect your career? And did it change it? Did it?
2: Well, it's the only thing I've ever entered. So (laughs) (laughs) you got to enter more. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. It's the only thing I've ever entered. I I mean, that's, that feels good. It doesn't, Uh it feels good to win something like that. I'll I'll say that. Yeah. You you just got to keep everything in perspective. I think, I think there was other stuff that meant a lot to me. I made the advocates 50 under 50 and that meant a lot to be acknowledged by, you know, journalists. Or yeah. what I had done, that that one meant a lot too. So they, those were both pretty big ones for me. Yeah,
0: that's no, that's great. That's a huge accomplishment. People don't win a, awards for film every day, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and when you're acting and directing and writing, doing everything, wearing all the hats, is that challenging? Like to kind of switch those roles when you're on set?
2: It's more than challenging. It's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's it's really hard to well. I mean, you, you have to have a tremendous support system. So I have that support system from my That's friend. My, they're my friends. I mean, my friends, they they help me make these movies. Yeah. You know, you've got to work with people you trust completely. Mm-hmm. And so I have them supporting me. My friends, Todd and Jerry and Mark, and my friend Grizzly, who rides a motorcycle and <laughs> <laughs> he does security. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> oh, God, this is wonderful. <laughs> Plus, he'll, he'll give you a ride home on his bike if oh. you want. <laughs> 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 uh, so it's, yeah, it's really hard to do everything. And I think throwing in acting on top of everything, just really kind of, I mean, sadly, I feel like that falls to the back burner. And so then when I watch the movie, I go, oh, oh, damn, that acting could have been better. Oh, that could have been better. Oh, oh, that's hard to watch because that's what I see when I watch the movie. I don't see what I was doing behind the scenes. I don't see all the other stuff. So what you're left with is the acting performance you gave. But yeah, it's pretty stressful. I mean, a story I like to tell is that we were shooting one day and I just, my blood sugar got so low. I just oh, went down. Oh no. I just went down. Yeah. And oh, it was, God. everybody was so cool about it. Like all the actresses they, <laughs> they got, they just, they went off, kind of did their own thing, entertained themselves for about 45 minutes. And then the guys, I remember I kind of a sort of. You know, the, it, it's like one of those, oh, I don't know what you call those, those armchairs, but they're, they're all cushioned all the way around. I just sort of oh, yeah. fell sideways <laughs> into one, like, like with my <laughs> knees up and my head up. And I just stayed there for a long time and they were great. Todd was like, he was kneeling beside me and they were bringing mm. me candy like M&M's and they were like, oh, like yeah. actually feeding it to me. <laughs>
0: <I was> going, <laughs> You're like, this is the oh, life. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I'm good now. I'm good now. They're like, they're going, no, 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 no. You're, let's just lie here a little bit. Let's <laughs> just lie here a little bit. But yeah, I mean, but you know, the thing is, I remember that day I was having so much fun that day. It was such a great day. I could tell you every scene we shot oh, that wow. day, they were all fantastic. So that's the funny part is it wasn't a day where I felt bad. It was a day when I, when I was really enthusiastic and going for it and giving it even more more than usual. And that's the day I just
0: dropped. <laughs> just burned out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, there is something to say about, you know, there's stress and stress can be good too. It doesn't have to necessarily be bad, you know, and, and good, even good stress can have an effect on your body. And, you know, especially I, I have a feeling you're very ambitious and you like to do a lot. So, you know, at some point yes. your body's just like, okay, enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, it's good that you have people around you that are there to like pick you up, you know, essentially and, and be patient and understand the whole process. Let's, that makes it so much easier because you hear horror yeah, stories, tremendous. you know, about that's sets. Tremendous. So yeah. And then
2: I feel like uh, the actresses I work with, they don't know what I'm going through, but they know enough that they know they don't know what I'm going through. So it's kind of like if, if I'm doing something or if I'm backing off or if they've been waiting for an hour, they get it. They know yeah. I'm doing everything I can to take care of stuff. So they're not, they're not going, Oh God, I could be doing a better job than she is. No, they get it. They don't, they, they don't know everything that's going on. No, but right. <laughs> they trust in the, me. They trust in me that I'm doing everything I can to take care of them. In the
0: process. Yeah. And do you tend to work with the same people every time?
2: Okay. Lately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, it's a thing you you learn over time is that I mean this sounds so it's a negative but it's also a positive is that there are very few people you can trust
0: mm-hmm. and
2: so once you find those people you have to hold on to them for dear life yeah. so I have that I have that now I have you know this core of people I trust implicitly actually with my life and I'm I'm so fortunate and so lucky so yes That's lately cool. I have been working with the same group of people with the same people <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Is is that, have you been filming lately due to COVID? Has that put a damper on any filming?
2: Oh yeah. I don't want to film anything with COVID out there. I feel sort of an ethical obligation. I feel like there are industries that should be up and operating, but I don't think the entertainment industry is one of them. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to, to make anything for a long time, but my new movie that came out, we actually shot a couple of years ago. So it Mm -hmm. worked out perfectly. I had it, I had it in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. ready for it to come out. And then this, this horrible thing happened, but it was like, well, I have a movie I can put out now. So in a way it was, it was good that I had that to hold on to so that I was able to it, it, it continue putting stuff out there for people to watch.
0: Yeah. And I think also because the world sort of well stopped for a minute now, it's just kind of slowed, <laughs> slowed down. I think it Do you feel like it gives you more time to actually focus on like getting it out there, the marketing aspect and, and making those, you know, connections to, to get the most visibility as possible as in like opposed to before when we were all running around like crazy people, you know, like eight, eight eight hours a day doing this job, that job. I feel like with COVID everyone's sort of at home. Do you feel like you have more time now to, to get it out there and your message out there?
2: Okay, that's good. Yeah, I definitely do. Have this really great publicist, Todd Kennedy. And he's oh, awesome. he does all the work, right? So I just <laughs> have to I just have to he does all the work and so all I have to do is you know call you, yeah. call great people like you and talk. Do, so do there's, the fun stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so he does that, he sets it up, and that's the first time I've I had a publicist before, and that was that was that that was you know when the, when the series started, and then he just started working helping me out not I mean helping me tremendously. And so it's it's I mean, and he just started recently with these movies. And so I'm going I, I really don't know what it would be like differently. But yeah, I know that he's done tremendous work in getting my story out there and getting people talking about the movie. And I'm really grateful to him for that. He's he's just he's I've just never known anyone to be so devoted to his work.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. And speaking of the movie, it's called Dagger Kiss, Enchanted Forest. Mm-hmm. What is that film about? I'm very excited. I, I hear it's like a fantasy sci-fi or?
2: Yeah, it's it's sci-fi fantasy. Okay. <laughs> I think it's fantasy, but it, yeah. it gets labeled sci-fi. I'm like, okay, I guess it is. <laughs> it's about a uh, magical, mystical fantasy world, kind of like Lord of the Rings or Game Ooh. of Thrones. And then it kind of, through, through magical processes, these people... Uh, end up on earth so it's about 50 percent of time spent on earth 50 percent of time spent in this uh sort of fantasy world and the the fantasy elements it's great you see them come from the setting you usually see like a medieval forest and you see them come into modern day Mm -hmm. and and it works you know it jives it it, there's Mm -hmm. nothing jarring about it. it it shows how these things would play out in the modern world and so it's great it's about two girls in love and one is from, one is a sort of a sorceress from a magical world and the Ooh. other is a human girl, uh- Tough girl, bad girl, and it's the story of their adventures, awesome. and their lives.
0: I love that. I love when one character is magical and then the other character is human. That's the very common trope in paranormal romance and fantasy. Yeah, I really like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I want to see it, and I actually wanted to ask you too, because I don't know if this is still the case, but I did see on your on your Twitter that you were having some issues with Amazon and showing the the film on Prime.
2: Yeah. So basically everything was going fine. And then out of nowhere, they said it was 18 plus. And I got to tell you, this movie is the tamest movie there's ever been. <laughs> uh, there's, there's, I even made an effort to put no swearing in it because I wanted, okay. you know, I guess I guess it's like a young adult movie, okay, like not marketed for kids, but, you know, I would say 13, like PG-13. I want 13 year olds to be able to watch it. So yeah. it's really pretty tame. And, you know, all I... They they said it was 18 plus. I'm like, what? And then they said (laughs) as soon as that happened, they took it off of Prime. It's still up there. It's just not on Prime. And you know, you don't have to be smart to figure out the reason why they might have done that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna say, but if you want to infer that it's because you know, go ahead.
0: Yeah. No, I mean that's what I would take away from that because I, I watch a lot of different streaming services, Amazon, Hulu, you know, all those. And there's some pretty racy stuff on there. I mean, if you look at uh, just on Netflix, that that movie that came out 365 days, you know, I mean, I, I liked it. It was entertaining. I'm not, you know, I-, I like to watch stuff like that. But I think when someone is, like you're saying, if it's not racy, it's pretty tame to label it as that. It's clearly means they're just, you know, I don't want to say upset, but the whole idea of a lesbian film is apparently that in itself, they just view as racy is what I'm guessing. Um, Right. Right. Whether, you know, it be tame or not.
2: (laughs) Right. And I think they, they go, Oh, well there are plenty of racy lesbian films online. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, not, eh, yeah, but not, not sweet stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, there are movies like, first one that comes to my head is disobedience. Well, guess what? Mm -hmm. The lesbians get punished in the end. I mean, there's never just a, Again, I feel like there's yeah. the only thing like this. It's it's this is just happy. They're lesbians, they kiss each other. Mm-hmm. They don't get punished for it. <laughs> they, they're just and uh, you know, it's so it's like, oh, they don't get punished. Well, we're going to have to punish them. Yeah. So, I've I I've put up the email. I've asked everybody to write in and say how they feel about it, and I've had a tremendous response from the fans and even from people who don't know me. They've they've been great. They've been writing in and Oh, god. Letting Amazon know how they feel about it.
0: Yeah, that it's interesting what you're saying about the punishing aspect. I didn't even really think about it before, but you're you're so right. When you watch even some of those Hollywood blockbusters, uh, it's always about a young, you know, lesbian basically getting beat up, and uh, you know, there's just there's no sweet like you're saying aspect to it. So it is refreshing to have something where we can watch and be like, oh, this is just a really nice story. It doesn't always have to be violent and filled with like a hate crime in it.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And and they all are. If you look at them, if you look at any, you know, film that's come out, there's always, they're always punished somehow in some way. Like it has an unhappy ending or one of them dies. That's, that's kind of, that's mm-hmm. kind of it. one of them dies. That's always it. There's a kill your gaze trope. Yeah. It's especially true in lesbian movies. So this, I just wanted like a really gay movie, but mm-hmm. they, they're they not the least bit unhappy about it. And the, at the same thing I did with Girl, Girl Scene, it was like the, just the gayest TV series <laughs> ever. But they they never they never had like issues uh, with their sexual orientation. There was never this moment where they're like yeah. crying and oh, I don't know if I'm gay, <laughs> all that stuff. You know, one of them did get shot, but she got shot because because she was who she was. You know, she got shot because she was standing up for women, because she oh. was so unabashedly gay. I mean, that was a metaphor that if you stand up, if you're who you are, and and speak about it, then you get shot. She survived, though. But that was that was a useful thing that that had a purpose, and that it was saying, "Hey, I mean, maybe it's a little bit autobiographical too." Now that now that you're <laughs> talking about it, but yeah, but that when you do stand up for what's right, you you get punished. But that the point of that was saying, "This is what happens." Whereas I feel like these other movies are saying, "Oh, well, the gays should be punished." Mm-hmm. But that's the lesson. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that's a a very toxic perspective to you know basically project out there into the world
2: <laughs> Right right and so we try not to do that we're trying to but put the opposite out there.
0: I like that. Uh, do you feel that there is still a double standard whereas if a movie or show comes out and the the gay characters are men that it's more accepted or more you know well received.
2: I think it is more well received for sure. I think people are a lot less threatened by male homosexuality than by female mm-hmm. homosexuality. And I, th- I think the issue is that male homosexuality hasn't been sexualized by the mainstream. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like gay guys are doing their thing, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, nobody knows that women watch that like crazy. I mean, <laughs> nobody knows that that's like fan fiction is basically just, you know, gay male stuff. But we're just going to pertains yeah. <laughs> uh, most people don't know that but uh, <laughs> but like people view lesbians as entertainment for men mm-hmm. that's a shame that's a real killer and what what men what I can't get across to a lot of men is that lesbians like actually don't have anything to do with men like at right. all mm-hmm. a lot of men don't really seem to be able to comprehend that it's like no really we don't want anything to do with you like yeah. you're not a part of it so that's why they write these weird stories. Like like everywhere I go, there's some story where these lesbians want to have a baby. So they invite, <laughs> they involve some man in the process. It's like, it's like men, they think about lesbians. They go, well, there has to be a way I can be involved. This is the only thing they can come up with. And it's like, no, really lesbians don't want anything to do with guys.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think and that's I'm frightening talking.
2: to some men. Cause I mean, that kind mm-hmm. of renders them useless. Right. Whereas I don't think women, a lot of women have already been told that they're useless, but I think it really terrifies men to have this met to, I mean, to them, they take it. I mean, they're not useless. Of course, they're not useless, but not being needed sexually. Mm-hmm. Men, men do feel like that makes them useless.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, I, you know, even s- straight women sometimes don't want anything to do with men either, to be honest, you know, oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think you, you get to a, a point where you're like, can I just be a woman in my own entity without, okay.
2: you know, I, like I, that. I hadn't thought of that, but Thank yeah.
0: you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so yeah. And that was I, you pretty much answered one of my questions. I was gonna ask you what kinds of barriers are you trying to break with your film? And and obviously I think you were, as you were saying, you you want this different perception and to create new and refreshing types of art, if I if I gather that correctly. And I think which leads me to this question: what is one thing that people don't get about you and your work that you wish they
2: would oh gosh oh good question good question (laughs) you're really throwing me with these good questions (laughs) here (laughs) what's the one thing that i oh god they're probably like a lot of things i think they think a lot of the stuff that seems unintentional is very intentional yeah yeah i think i think i think there's a lot less respect for what I'm doing because it's, it's gay. I feel like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've met with, you know, a certain degree of success and I think a lot of people go, Oh, that's cause she's doing gay stuff. And that's like, no, it's the opposite <laughs> of that. <laughs> it's made it harder to be successful, but I think a lot of people, it scares them. They're like, oh my God, this woman made something and people are watching it and it's successful. It's it's It, it won that award and <laughs> it, it, they're frightened by it. So they go, oh, it's just because it's a gay thing. And it's like, no, no, you don't understand. But doing the gay thing made it harder yeah. and the gay stuff makes it harder. So and so being a woman in the industry makes it harder and being a woman in charge in the industry makes it harder. And then the whole fact that the content you're creating is gay and lesbian content. I mean, that, that's hard to distribute because people are afraid of it so yeah. much. Oh gosh, that question. I, you know, <laughs> tonight I'm going to sleep on it and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go, oh, that's what I should have said. Because there's so many things I, I want people to know that I, I haven't, I haven't yeah. been able to say. <laughs> <laughs> to get across yeah 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 I'll probably like email you you know at nine o'clock in the morning and be like I thought of it <laughs> <laughs> just send me an email yeah <laughs> we'll just, like, work it back
0: in somehow
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah well and that the, you brought up a great point being a woman as well I mean just straight right there like doesn't matter just being a woman in a room you know makes everything so much harder just getting a seat at the table and you know when you were first starting out was it did you feel that that sort of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That feeling that we get, you know, from men that like you're, we don't take you seriously or you're not supposed to be here or you should just be a screen cleaner, an actress, and but but you shouldn't write, you shouldn't direct, you shouldn't have thoughts. You know what I mean? Uh, did you feel that early on in your career? Or do you still feel it now?
2: Okay, so this is a complicated answer. Okay. At the beginning, like I'm just a really sweet natured person. I just am. And I see the best in people and you can call me naive. I think that's a great quality to have being naive. I think that's wonderful. I think it means you could have a good heart. So I don't want that to change about me. Yeah. Yeah, So I don't, I don't want that to change. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather life be harder, but know that I'm a good person. So saying that when I first got started, I didn't realize (laughs) anybody was going to have an issue with me just wanting to show up and do a good job. Yeah. So that was a surprise that, you know, people were making these movies and stuff and working with me, but they didn't want me to be successful. And I was kind of like, well, why are you here? And why am I only finding out about this now? The other thing is, a lot of people who have a problem with women and a problem with gay people, like they're really good at hiding it. Mm. And so I, I was having people working, and then you'd find out they had huge issues with the women being in control. And, you know, and I'm going, well, why was he okay for so long? It's like, well, these predatory types, the ones who are successful, like successful predators, mm-hmm. keep it a secret. And yeah. so this applies to, you know, in in industry and in business and working, the people who are trying to take you down because you're a woman and are good at it, they, they try to gaslight you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, yeah, that's been hard because I've just always tried to see the good in people always. And I'm yeah. like, oh, he's, he's in a bad mood or he's had a rough day. <laughs> It's kind of like it, it's had to have happen a, enough times that as soon as somebody does something the first time, I go, okay, we're aware, we're aware of this now. Yeah. And we're keeping an eye on you. And then as soon as something happens the second time. And then also I have like zero – God, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really – I have zero tolerance on the set for any kind of bullshit. That's if, great. if someone doesn't want to be there, then they don't get to be there. You know, it's like, okay, you, you know, Hey, no problem. You're going home, you know, God you know. bless you. We love you and want all the best for you. And we're not going to be angry with you because you're just going home now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. You're going home from school. You know? Grand <laughs> <laughs> time so, out. so it's a place of, it's a place of like, whereas before I thought it was like conflict. I had to get someone out. Mm-hmm. I just, I just go, no, we're, we, we don't need that person. We're set. And I, You know, it's funny ever since I adopted that rule, I've kind of had this rule that like if an actress showed up and she wasn't um, performing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I I, I just couldn't, I didn't know people did that, that they showed up and like didn't want to act. But now that I've had this rule that if you show up and you're not doing your job, you know, I'll just shut down production. Yeah. We're just shutting down production that day. I mean, there's no point in wasting anybody's time. And And money, yeah. How much money it costs, we're just got to shut down. But as soon as I made that rule, it stopped being a problem.
0: Oh, yeah. People get into shape really quick when you actually give them, you know, consequences. And that's, you know, interesting, because I think as in an artistic, you know, career, I'm an author. And so we we see this a lot where certain types of people that starting out, they don't realize that it's still a job and a business. And so if you have actresses, you know, coming to set and not wanting to act, it's like, well, then why are you here? Right? (laughs) Right. Well, that's so what what types of stories are you like what's brewing in your writer brain? Like what, what kind of projects did you want to bring to life in the future?
2: Well, I mean, it's, it's interesting because I don't know. I don't know where the industry is going right now. I don't know mm-hmm. if there is going to be an industry. I know people mm-hmm. are starting to open up and make stuff, but I don't know that they're going to be able to continue doing that. So I don't know what the future looks like for the film industry. Yeah, I know I know. when the Dagger Kiss movie came out, they were like, we want a third one because they're counting the series as the first, the movie as okay. the second. They were all going, we want a third, we want a third. Like, really? <laughs> and I was going, okay, I guess I will. But then it just, now it just seems like, I don't I don't know if that can happen. So yeah. I I, I, would, I mean, in an imaginary world, I think my answer would be that my, like what you just said about straight women don't want to have anything to do with men. Either. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fascinating. Yeah. So I want to talk about- You know, like what straight women go through in terms of in the way that lesbians are unrecognized. Right. I would want to like examine how straight women are unrecognized. Like I was telling somebody, like women don't want to have sex with their husbands, they just Mm -hmm. don't. They want to cheat on their husbands and they want to have sex with like 22 year old men. Yeah. And, you know, I tell this to guys and guys like their mouths just fall open. I mean, it's <laughs> like I'm I'm telling them something that they actually have never thought of before. Right. Right. And so I, I, like, like I think there's stuff about women's, like guess, sexuality that I just feel like it's just gone completely. You know, women yeah. are programmed to cheat way more than men are. I didn't know that. I didn't either, I actually. To, yeah, I had to live my entire life before I found that out. But like like oh. for the survival of the race, to spread the race out and and make, you know, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. The first group, women are programmed mm-hmm. to cheat. And it's just like, I guess, when I've just been straight, when I've just been slut shamed into not doing that. And so <laughs> I wanted to, <laughs> totally. my, that had been where my head was, is I've always wanted to represent, you know, like these underappreciated groups, these uh, Women who have been mm-hmm. under recognized, and I'm like, going, Wait, you know, straight women have this whole thing going on, and nobody's talking about it.
0: That's I'm so like, true, like,
2: yeah. yeah. And I mean, you saying that now, it's like that kind of confirms, like, Yeah, this what you just said, that kind of confirms, yeah, we need to, yeah, we need to talk about that because there's a lot going on there with the, with the straight girls. I, I really represent them some, it really is. And it's,
0: I, I read an article uh, a few months ago about women in their. 60s now that are wanting to not get married and live alone. They still want to be in a relationship with with a man or date, but they don't. They don't want to live with men anymore. And I find that really interesting that more and more women are wanting to sort of like keep their own house, you know, their own space, yeah. but then you know still have you know a romantic relationship. I guess so that you know has completely changed from the dynamic that we were all like spoon fed, you know, from the 1950s of, of the, you know, two parent household and the wife is the stay at home, you know, mom. And I mean, obviously a lot's changed since then, but it's just interesting now that it's going in the opposite direction of where they like, don't even want to live with someone anymore.
2: Yeah. There's so much going on that nobody's talked about. Nobody even knows about there's, there's a lot of material to mine there and I'd love to do that.
0: That would be awesome. Definitely to explore that. Yeah. Now there's so much there. And yeah, I think with, with, with straight women, you know, as you were saying earlier, how like a lot of men think that lesbian films were created for you know their entertainment only and this it's even in just you know real life my my best friend is gay and when her and her fiance are out you know not all the time but there have been instances where yeah they're being affectionate with each other and then you know straight man will be like oh hey like let me jump in on that and they're like no this isn't about you go away please mm-hmm. so do you ever have you ever experienced that like just kind of when you've been out and about and
2: I'm kind of, hell, I, I just said how nice I was, didn't I? But I, I really send out that vibe of, you know, uh, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know how I, I don't know how I do, it started that, but, you know, but I mean, I know that that happens to women and that bothers me, but I mean, no, that, that has not, that hasn't happened. And maybe that's just cause I, well, I know it just hasn't happened. So, yeah. but I, I really do give off the vibe of don't fuck with me, yeah. um, you know, all the time, which is weird. Because I don't, I don't mean to, but I guess, I guess that work. I guess it's vibes, you know. You said as soon as you lay down the law, people behave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I send out the vibe that I don't want to put up with anyone.
0: Yeah, I think um, I do too. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm right. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I'm right there with you. I'm like, I have this. I don't know. I like to call it like resting bitch face. I guess, but it's like, please go away. <laughs> don't approach. <laughs> approach at your own risk now.
2: <laughs> <Right. laughs> well, I think I'm approachable. I just, I just think somehow people know not to give me any uh, kind of grief. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah.
0: that's, that's the part that's, you know, that's kind of sucks about it because I'm a, obviously like you, I'm a very nice person too, but I feel like as women, we have to, we have to do that sometimes when we go out, it's almost like our, you know, our shield or our armor. Yeah. You know, yeah.
2: To unfortunately, yeah. Protect
0: our space and stuff. Yeah. Well, so because the industry is on hold right now, what what are you doing to fill your time? Like, what's a day in the life like?
2: <laughs> oh well, I think a lot of artists just shut, a lot of us just shut down completely and weren't able to do anything because we thought, oh, we're going to have all this free time. And I mean, I was even talking to uh, the lady, who, a lady who does my hair, and she said. She even shut down. She said, I'm look, I'm an artist. It may not you may not think of me as an artist, but I am an artist. And I completely shut down and I I couldn't function. And when I started working again, it was it was difficult. So uh, there's mm. something about it. I think I think we need we need to be able to have like calm and peace around us so that when we sit down at three o'clock in the morning to write, we can just <laughs> let it go. And it, you know, it I you know, I do write. I just write. I just write. And yeah. I don't know where with it, but I sit down and write. So for me to say what I'm writing, I mean, it, it wouldn't mean anything because I don't know where I'm going with it. But yeah, you know, right now that's just what I do. I just sit down and write. That's what you do when you're a writer. That's what you train to do. And mm-hmm. I don't know what's gonna happen with it. But you know, people always say just write, just keep writing, keep writing. Yeah. And so that's that's what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. No, it's therapeutic. I mean, there's, cause there's different types of writing. Like you said, there's journaling, there's writing when you're actually working on a project or there's outlining yeah. or there's just, yeah, like writing sprints. I don't know if you've ever done those where you just set a timer and you just write, <laughs> yeah. you yeah, know, I did that
2: the other night. Yeah. I did that the other night.
0: <laughs> it's great because yeah. <laughs> it's just, you can uh, unload. It's, it's similar to, there's a, a book by Julia Cameron called the artist's way. I don't know if you've ever yeah. read it. It's insane. It's it's a really great book. It came out, I want to say, in maybe the 80s, but it's still a very popular book with creatives. And she has this whole thing called The Morning Pages, where the minute you wake up, before you do anything, you just write for like three pages worth of stuff, just oh. literally whatever comes to your mind. And it's sort of like info dumping. So you can kind of start the day with like fresh, fresh perspective.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. I yeah. love like that.
0: It's really fun. Really good. Good for the soul.
2: Yeah. It sounds great. I'll have to try that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been so fun talking to you. I could literally... I know.
2: <laughs> <a blast. laughs> like, like I said, I'm going to think of an answer to that question. I'm going to get that email at nine in the morning. i like, I've yeah. got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's great. No, send it, Yeah, send it to me. We'll re-record it now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: Add right. a little scene in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> great. well, just to kind of finish up, i I wanted to ask for you know, for people that are listening, you know what advice would you give? I, I know we're in CoVID so it's a little different, but if in a perfect mm-hmm. world, what advice would you give to you know young people that want to do what you do?
2: Well, uh, I think this applies to every uh, industry and I'm gonna speak, How it applies to women, but I think men can use it if they want to. But this is specifically directed at women, but men can apply it. But when you're a woman, people are going to do everything they can to drag you down. So don't be afraid of that, and know that that is going to happen. Mm -hmm. That the nice people are going to turn on you and try to drag you down. That that's just the thing that is going to happen. So be prepared for it, and you have to be prepared to fight every step of the way, tooth and nail. If you're going to be in movies, you have to be prepared to do. All of the work. So, <laughs> yeah. girl sent me. She sent me an email. She was like, "How do I get started?" <laughs> A lot of people send me that message, but yeah. this well, I don't know. She seemed nice. She seemed like she really wanted an answer, and so I wrote back to her with an answer at, about what she needed to do. And she wrote back. She was like, "Okay, I'm good. Thanks." <laughs> she, she didn't want to do <laughs> but I, it was, I, I was really honest and told her what was up. And then she, I guess, she just decided it wasn't for her. So you have to be prepared to do everything, everything, everything. Mm-hmm. And you have to be prepared to get hate for it. You have to be prepared for grief, for people lashing out at you for absolutely no reason. Yeah. So you got to be able to take this really tough stuff and know that it will come your way. So it's got to be worth it to you. And I think that's why a lot of people drop mm-hmm. out is because they can't handle that kind of, that kind of criticism, that kind of stress. So if you have that mentality that you're going to take it on, do all of the work and, you know, be able to put up with whatever people give you, whatever people throw your way, then absolutely you can make it. If you have that attitude, you can do anything.
0: That's awesome. That's great advice. That's might be some of the best advice I've ever heard. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's very... Because it's real. It's authentic and you're not trying to sugarcoat it. It's a tough business, but at the same time, it's not impossible. So yeah, I think that's great advice. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you again for coming on. This has been so much fun. I really want to make sure that everybody writes letters to Amazon. To <laughs> let's let's email emails
2: easier email yeah <laughs> I say write people to write letters these days say they write people.
0: letters yeah <laughs> let me just age myself now and then also so they can see it on Amazon it's just not on Prime is that correct like they can rent right, it right
2: right but we're going to get it back on Prime we're going to okay. get there. All right, and it's Dagger Kiss,
0: Enchanted Forest, and then also yes. check out Girl Girl Scene, and that is also streaming, and that's only.
2: still on Prime, so oh, you, you can watch that one for free. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll watch that one
0: first because so it's, since it's, it's the first one, and I can get an idea of of your your style and everything. But yeah, go on Amazon, check her out. You have a website as well, and that's a
2: cool. bunch of websites. They'll, they'll all point you toward toward where you can watch the movie. Okay. Perfect. Awesome.
0: So what's, what's one of the, the main website we can find you on?
2: Uh, it- tuckywilliams.com. You can also go to girlgirlsteam.com and you can go to daggerkiss.com. You nice. <laughs> so will have all three covered. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, you're,
0: and you're on Twitter as well. Great. Yep. Well, it's been awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah, oh, tucky, tucky, tucky Williams, everyone. Thank you so much. Have a good night.
1: And we're back. That was amazing.
0: Thank you. Yeah. It was such a fun interview. Like I said, um, I just, I could talk to her for hours. I think we did talk for, I don't know, what was it, an hour or so. It's over but, an hour, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was great.
1: Yeah. So as always, Tucky, if you want to come back on, talk about more stuff, if it's just a movie you're promoting or a show, you're or if you want to just come on and shoot the shit, let us know. we would happy to have you come back.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It'd be fun. And Melissa, again, as always, you know, you did, you did, you did great on these interviews. I love, I love hearing your, the questions you ask is like. As I've said before, we have five people who do interviews on the show and each one of us ask questions a little differently, but we all have the, uh, I think we all have a good sense of asking questions that aren't normal questions and asking questions that lead into people opening up. And it's cool to see the way each one of us does that. And it's, it, I, I love it.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. And uh, yeah, she was, uh, as, as you just heard, she was kind of like, oh, these questions are so thought provoking, um, <laughs> which I like to hear that because you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, interviews that they do all the time. And I think, you know, they, it probably gets repetitive after yeah. a while. So I'm glad that, you know, we can, we can uh, give them something a little different. So if you
1: come on spoiler country, you're out there, we'll, uh, we'll ask you questions. Nobody else asks you, we promise we'll, we'll make them ridiculous too, if you want. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> well, so I think that's a show. I think uh, yeah. that, that does it for today. So, oh my God, it's pouring down rain outside. I was like, I thought, sorry, I thought I was hearing something like coming to my office, and but it's just like the rain in the window just smashing the window behind me. Weird.
0: Rain in Seattle? So weird. I
1: know, it's so odd. It never <laughs> rains here. Um, but it's it loud enough to like, it freaked me out a little bit. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you guys like that and you like that, what you listen to there, and you like hearing Melissa talk and Tucky talk and other people on Show Talk, or if you want to hear more of my voice, go to spoilerverse.com and check out all of the back issues of spoiler country. And or go to your podcatch on your phone, look up spoiler country, and then just, just click download all. Download all the episodes because you know that'll be fun for us. And um, you know, while you're on spoilerverse.com, check out all of our other, you know, back issues and and uh, all the other shows we have. We have so many other shows. We have of the Geekdoms who's doing a bunch of new stuff right now. We've got more of my voice with my my wife on Haphazard Adventures and about 15 shows for you to check out and uh, there's other stuff on the website what other stuff is up there Melissa
0: well we've got book reviews comic book reviews uh, television pop culture um, just random you know articles about what's going on and uh, the different fandoms going on right now in, uh, in comic book land
1: yeah, so much fun stuff. You got a store. You can go to our store and pick up a T-shirt or a hoodie or a face mask or a coffee mug or do be like me and giant, buy a giant eight-foot tapestry to put in your wall. Cause I did that and I don't know why, but <laughs> I have one. I have a split bunchy tapestry that's like eight feet long, and uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, you, can, you get one. Yeah, it's it's so cool. I bought it for a back, for a background, but I actually put it as a, like a giant flag in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do all that every time you buy stuff from the store, it helps out the site, helps pay for you know the, the content and for what we do here because uh, this stuff's not free for us, but it's free for you. So do that, help us out, and then also if you want to come chat with us, you can do it on Twitter or wherever. But if you want to chat this us directly, go to scpod.us/discord and join our public Discord server and chat with all of us. Uh, answer the question of the day that Casey does, or you know, pretty soon we're going to be doing some giveaways. Uh, once it comes to the holiday season here, we're going to be doing some giveaways for some fun stuff. So make sure you do that. Once again, scpod.us/discord. Now, listen, there's really one more thing to do before we end this. There is. In Oceans of Podcast.
0: We are Cthulhu.
1: And as Cthulhu compels you to do,
0: open the mind and read more.